everyone, I'm Lily. And I'm Anna, and welcome back to At Home With Lily and Anna. A podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. This week, we're sharing some top secret recordings from my early pregnancy days. Oh yes, surprise, I am pregnant. (laughs) And Lily and I got together during our little podcast break that we had, and we secretly chatted about the nitty gritty from knowing when you're ready to actually trying and the emotional roller coaster that pregnancy is. Oh my god, we recorded this so long ago, I can't even remember. <laughs> but I love it, I'm so glad we did it. And now everyone knows. <laughs> so is that going to be your peak of the week? My peak of the week? Yeah, I actually, I have another peak of the week. Oh. I had a peak, <laughs> I mean... I guess we should talk about, we should, like, I'm pregnant. Lily, Anna's Lily, pregnant. Lily has known, I mean, Lily has known since day dot. I think we even talk about that in the recording. Oh. I knew uh, before she was even pregnant. Yeah, Lily, you're actually the one person that I told that we were trying. Like, oh. no one else knew that we were, like, trying. Lily has known since since day one, guys. Oh, but we I'm, didn't, on, we, I'm honoured. We didn't record it. There's no recording of this. And Lily is no Rebecca Vardy. Like she is truly there. She has kept <laughs> such a good secret. She <laughs> told us so. And yeah, I think there's only a few bits that Joel has had to edit out of the podcast. People were like, oh my God, did you like slip up on the podcast? No, like, you're good. I don't know. I think there was one, there was one bit that went on. I definitely started a story at one point and then it led to something really obvious that I would like, I was like, and then I ate like 10 packs of Walker's crisps. Like, and I was like, Oh, take that bit out. <laughs> I think because I'm already a mum, it was, it's easy, been easy for us to talk about mum stuff and baby stuff without it seeming weird. Yeah. And people kept saying like, Oh, Anna, you kept saying having kids is like really far in the future. And like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was just putting you off the scent. <laughs> I was pregnant all this time. So how, how many weeks are you now? I'm 21 weeks now. Wow. So that is so crazy that you've managed to keep a it a secret the whole time. <laughs> it's been a while. And then I told the internet, so you're listening to this on Thursday, but we record on a Monday. So I told the internet yesterday and it was, it was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. It's, it, I mean, with pregnancy hormones anyway, everything feels like a lot, but telling like almost half a million people that you're pregnant. <laughs> and for me, I found, I mean, I mean, number one, let's just get this out. Like I'm overjoyed. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. I feel so grateful. Um, we're having a baby boy in August and I'm just like so over the moon. I talk about our son constantly, like literally constantly. We had a scan last week and I was like, oh my God, look at his butt. Like his little baby butt, it was so cute. Like his little fingers. I'm surprised you can't see his hairstyle in the scans. He's going to have the straightest (laughs) hair. I'm already jealous of this child. (laughs) He probably is going to have quite straight hair. And you have so much heartburn. He's going to be just like you. Oh my gosh, guys. The Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) So I'm super, super excited. But I have always found telling people quite a stressful part of pregnancy and just really exhausting, like really emotionally draining. Like at that 12 week point when you sort of tell people, I remember like talking to Lily and I was like, I've got to tell this person today. And I'm just so, oh, and Lily was like, it's the nice I've thing. Never, it's an exciting thing. I've honestly never, I bet there are so many people listening to this podcast and there's so many people who must feel exactly the same as you. So it's going to be really comforting to those people. But honestly, I've never encountered someone that has not enjoyed the process of telling people after that 12 week scan. Like <laughs> it's normally like the best bit. Like you get over the first trimester of feeling awful and then you could just tell people and everyone's so excited and happy. And you were like, oh my God, I've got to tell this person this weekend. I'm so terrible. You, you, sca- you like spread it out over like months because you, you needed like, she's like, I need a weekend to recover between each person. Every time I told someone I had to like lay down in the dark room afterwards and like have a two hour nap. I just, I found that process a lot. So I found yesterday, and like you said, telling that sheer amount of people a lot. Like I was, I sort of put it, the funny thing is, is when you put something up on the internet, such a big moment on the internet, but in real life, I was just making a pea and mint soup for dinner. <laughs> so I was making my pea and mint soup and then it got to six o'clock and I was like, oh my God, my stomach is churning. I'm going to put this reel up. The video is going to go live. Oh my God, I feel sick. But, and then I like put it up and then I just went back to making my, my pea soup. Yeah. And also <laughs> when you get that many comments, it's impossible to keep up with them. Like normally we're the sort of people that normally read every comment and this yeah. sort of thing just can't. And then you almost get overwhelmed just by that. 
And it, and it, yeah, I managed to eat my dinner like quite calmly. And then after that, I just had like a half an hour cry where I was just like, that was, so that, it was like everything had been building up inside of me. And then I was just like, whoa, okay, that was, that was a lot. So there was definitely like an Instagram versus reality moment of like, yeah, I, I found that. I mean, thank you so much. All of your comments have been so kind and so lovely. <laughs> There's so many on the Facebook group as well. Guys, it's so sweet. It's so, so, so sweet. But yeah, I definitely, it's probably been one of the harder parts of pregnancy was telling people. So telling the internet yeah. <laughs> was quite a bit. And I, I was just saying to Lily, I've been listening back to the clips that we recorded um, back in, God, when was that? March? I don't know. February? Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember when we recorded it. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm keeping it a secret because like, you know, with work and, you know, like I'm just not ready to go there yet. It wasn't, it ended up like not being a, a secret because of work at all. Like my feelings have changed so much since that recording. There's so much more <laughs> to say. I got quite ill actually after that recording with indigestion and that made me so moody and grumpy and nauseous and horrible. Um, so yeah, that was really like a snapshot in my pregnancy. And now I feel completely different and like my reasons for keeping it secret really weren't that um yeah it's hard it's hard having people talk about your appearance online when you're constantly changing by the hour Um, I mean we know it's such a small tiny amount of people but it's just human nature to like hone in on those few comments yeah people like guys I know I have a big face please (laughs) please don't talk about my big face I knew it your face is huge oh (laughs) my god I'm crying (laughs) I promise you don't have a big face thanks thank you but yeah thank you so much for all of the support it was very very sweet very overwhelming day um but yeah that's what this episode is all about me and Lily get into the real nitty gritty I we're gonna have to listen back I say I can't wait to listen to it again wacky how many weeks were you I think you were almost like near the end weren't you like 10 weeks or something no I think I was 15 oh so you weren't even in your first trimester no we wanted I think we wanted to do it in my first trimester but I I wouldn't let us because I was just like I don't want to jinx it yeah so we left it till 15 weeks so yeah I feel like it might have only been six weeks since then but a lot has changed and yeah just crazy time so we hope you enjoy the episode but we'll do our little intro we will do our little intro let's do our little intro anyway so did you say you had a peak of the week yeah my peak of the week has been gardening with mark okay wow he's got you involved now no 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 i sit i watch all right and i kind of like i sit there and i'm like Maybe we should, <laughs> he was only going to plant two rows of potatoes. And I was like, how about we plant four? Like, let's, let's like mix it up. Like, what are you going to do with your spare potatoes? He's like, but we're going to have a lot of potatoes. I thought, Everyone loves potatoes. We can take them to our neighbours. We can give them to all of our friends and family. People will love home, like homegrown potatoes. And he's like, you know what? That's a great idea. So I basically just sat at the side and like bossed him around a little You're bit. You're like the client. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was just... Obviously, we haven't had a garden before and we haven't had a garden in warm weather yet. And it's been quite warm this weekend and it's been so, I don't know, I kind of, it was almost like seeing a future life where we're doing this, but I'm I'm holding the baby. You know what I mean? Like, I can almost see it like, oh my God, this is what we're going to do, but I'm going to hold the baby next time. Or like Aww. next summer, the baby will be like crawling around, like getting in holes and getting covered in mud. And I was just like, oh my God. Like I sort of saw the future and it was, it was really nice. It was just peaceful. It was peaceful and quiet. It was just Mark and I, well, Mark. <laughs> Wait, was the future peaceful him. or current? The future, no, no, no. The future okay. will not be peaceful. No, no, no. The future will not be peaceful. The future will be like, oh my God, they're eating ants. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. But it was just, I don't know. It's, it's nice as things reopen. It is nice to like dip your toe into that. I had, a, you know, I had a coffee outside. Ooh. from somewhere that like well, not, I didn't have a coffee I was gonna say you don't drink coffee I don't drink coffee I had a water yeah. wow so exciting but you know what I mean it's nice to kind of do those things and it's it's nice to come back and touch base and just have a very like quiet time I appreciate yeah. that what about yeah. you yeah it's been my peak of the week I guess it's been a weird week hasn't it because everything's in like here has been reopening and it's like some people are like going out every night and you're like ah, it's hard to figure out what you're mm. comfortable is but I like I had my hair done mm-hmm. I went wedding dress shopping great. with my friend Debs um what else did I do oh I went to Covent Garden for a little mooch around like just nice to do a bit of normal stuff like that um and like you said and then come back and like spend the afternoon at home and just kind of finding our like new balance yeah um 
So that's been really nice. I think everyone's just taking it at their own pace and that's the best thing you can do. Yeah, 100%. You have to work out what that is. For me, I enjoy like a little sociable morning. I went for a walk with my parents. That was lovely. Like went for, I went and got my brows done. Thank God. <laughs> went, nice. went for my water outside. And it's lovely to do that. And then, it, yeah, I know what you mean. It's nice to kind of come home and it's just the two of us. And yeah, it's nice to find that balance. Do you have yeah. anything else to share with the group? I've got a top of the box. Oh, Yeah. I'm getting really bored of um, the flight attendant, by the way. It is really starting to drag. We're on the last no. episode. Oh, Rich still likes it, but I'm just, I can't wait till it's over. So <laughs> just wanted to mention that because I recommended it last week and it's just starting to annoy now me. Now Lily's over it. <laughs> yeah. But I did watch um, the film Promising Young Woman. Have you seen everyone talking about it? Oh my God, there's been so much sponsor stuff for this. But actually so much it made me, stuff. I was like, oh, it's, it's kind of working. Like, yeah, this I'm is never it. sure. Like, I, I mean, I, I trust all the people I follow. So uh-huh. yeah, I was like, okay, a lot of people are talking about this. I had to buy it on Now TV, but it's on Sky Movies, if you have Sky. It's described as a comedy thriller. Don't let that put you off. Like, I don't watch thrillers. I don't like thrillers. I wouldn't really call it that. It's nothing gory in it. it it's, I guess it's shocking. It's shocking, but... I think you'd really like it. You should watch it for Film Club. Um, the main girl in it is Carrie... Carrie? Carrie? How do you say it? Carrie Mulligan. Is it Carrie? Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's Carrie. Yeah. yeah. Carrie Mulligan. She's amazing in it. Um, yeah, it's dark and it's kind of hard to watch because of what it's about. But there are definitely funny bits in it as well. And the styling is amazing. Basically, her best friend died in the past um, and she was a victim of rape. And she it kind of totally turned this girl's life around and she she kind of dropped out of medical school and then made everything about kind of finding justice for her friend. And it's, yeah, it's really powerful. And I've really, really liked it. It's probably one of the best films I've watched in quite a long time, actually. Well, okay. Yeah. Ooh, quite the review. (laughs) There you go. I will have to add it to my list. I'm not going to lie. I've got nothing else to share. I'm just like, oh, actually, I do. There was something else that I forgot to say about our little gardening expedition. Because, um, yeah. you know, you know, Mark is just like so obsessed with growing a veg patch, blah, 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 blah. Um, and he is using the book Veg in One Bed by Hugh Richards. That's kind of the technique that he's using. Um, it's the no dig method, apparently. I don't really know what this means. But it basically means you just like stick a bit of cardboard down in your garden, throw some compost on top and sow some seeds. Oh, as it's, very, it's, very, it's like very simple, very, very simple. Um, so huh. he made, he made, he made it look nice for me, bless him. Like, you know, you don't have to, but he puts some like borders around it and stuff. Um, and the local foxes were like, oh my God, a sandpit for our babies to play in. <laughs> and like Mark got it already. He like prepared it all out. Comes down the next morning. The foxes have had the top, like literally the best night of their lives in it. So we yeah. had to like build some kind of contraption over the top, oh. um, which is really fun. And every morning I now wake up and I just like, double check that it's all okay i'm, I'm quite invested i'm quite yeah. invested i look out the window and i'm like oh it's all still there that's good foxes there's even more in london like my sister's veg patch just just gets destroyed like so hard to grow stuff but now's the time of year that you're meant to be like planting everything right yeah so, so that's what we did we sowed some potatoes and some radishes and it yeah i'm what just a weird buzzing. selection to start with I, it's something it's the timing it's like oh, the okay. timing there's more there's more fun things coming um, oh did we do some lettuce maybe as well? I don't know. I think that's like a little bit later. But there's more fun stuff coming. This is the oh early, gosh. the early stuff. I can't wait to visit your garden. I'm so excited. I can't wait to get some bloody garden furniture. Mark was actually on the phone as I started recording this podcast to be like, "Excuse me, <laughs> we ordered this ages ago." <laughs> oh god, it still hasn't come. Yeah, you'll love that. <laughs> Have you got anything else to share, or are we? No. I think that's all from me. I hope you guys enjoy this. Um early pregnancy episode early pregnancy episode where we lay it all out on the line enjoy (laughs) shall we start this by saying the date it's the 8th of march it's international women's day it is oh my god that's like such a good day to do this it's such a good day. Do you remember like years ago when we were like, one day when we've both got kids, we could do a podcast and call it To Become Mum? <laughs> <laughs> we need to copyright that. We're like, that is our podcast name. Like we never know. You never know, Lily. You never know. When, when To Become Mum. Like that Seriously. was always the 
fan. <laughs> Anna, uh, can I just start by saying I'm like so over the moon for you. <laughs> I can't believe you're pregnant and you're growing a little human. Oh, I'm just so, so happy. I feel like I've really been through this with you. Oh, Guys, you have. <laughs> You I really knew, have. I knew Anna was pregnant before she was pregnant, which is just a funny thing. I didn't think ever <laughs> truly experienced that. I got sent a, a stick with a smiley face, but it wasn't a pregnancy stick. It was an ovulation <laughs> stick. And she was like, I need your help with something. It was just, it's the best. It's the best. I can't, I screamed. You I really screamed. have been on this journey with us, like since day dot, literally. Yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. But the time of recording this, I'm currently... 15 weeks pregnant. Oh my but God, no, 15. But like no one knows. Well, <gasps> you know, friends and family know, but like the internet doesn't know. But I'm 15 oh weeks pregnant right now. How are you already 15 weeks? Like I know when you're the person in it, like the days drag and the weeks drag, but when you're the friend who knows, that is whiz by. Like what the hell? I, You know what? I actually feel like now it has. Once you get to that 12 weeks, then it's just like fast forward. It's like someone's pressed fast forward and you go, that's what it feels like. Now I can't believe weeks. I haven't seen you. Oh my god! Well, I'm getting a bit teary, so it's very yeah. unexpected. But like, I can't believe I haven't even hugged you yet. Oh. It's just so sad. I just want to give you a massive hug. I can't believe you're pregnant. I've waited for this for so long. <laughs> Lily's literally waited like two years for this moment. I'm like, Lily, I'm about to make you really happy right now. <laughs> um, so how? How? Well, I don't even know where to start. Okay, so you're 15 weeks. Yes. Um, you haven't told the internet. Like, I mean, we'll probably get onto this section. But when are you planning on telling the internet? I think the internet will know by the end of April. That's kind okay. of my, like, can I get to the end of April? That's like 22-ish weeks. Right, okay. Like, can I get there? What's the deal with the bump? Like, there's there's a lot that goes, like, into that. Will I burst before? Like, will I just have to say something before? I don't know. But yeah, it, we, we really wanted to do, record this when I was even earlier, really, didn't we? We were going to do it when yeah. I was, like, eight weeks or something. But I just didn't want to jinx it. So yeah. we're here at like 15 weeks and we're going to we're going to dig deep into the first trimester because there's a lot to say. Yeah, and like I think people are starting to talk more about it on YouTube and stuff, but a lot of people don't talk about it and it's such a weird lonely time. So should we rewind a little yes. bit? Let's yes. backtrack. Um obviously I had Grey almost 2 years ago and so it's something we've been talking about a lot me and you. But how did you actually know and also you probably had a lot of pressure coming at all different angles like how did (laughs) you actually know when you wanted to start trying honestly this it it wasn't an accident obviously no it wasn't an accident (laughs) but this was something that I have like tossed around in my head for years like it's such a weird anyone who's had kids I sit there and I grill them and I'm like how did you know like how I was waiting for this moment of like divine inspiration where it's like you just knew and it's like you wouldn't be complete without a child. And I was waiting for that because everyone told me that that would happen. And it's the question I get all the time when we get on the podcast. That's the first thing. It's like, how do, how do you know you were ready? You know, And you know what? My answer is like, I don't think I did. Like, no. I, don't, I don't think there was that moment. And I think I really, I really toyed around with the idea of not having kids. And maybe I was like, maybe me and Mark are just going to be like the cool auntie and uncle, like... Do I really want this? Like, I really had to think about it. I was like, this is such a huge decision. And I really didn't want to, I really wanted to take it seriously. But then I think I was putting a lot of barriers up around our whereabouts. Like, I really didn't want to have a child in our flat. That's not because it was a flat at all. It was more of like a neighbor thing. (laughs) It was like other things, a lot of other things that went into it. I was like, this just doesn't feel like our place to procreate. And then obviously I was living in my parents' spare room. (laughs) I was like, this also doesn't feel like the place to procreate. And then when we moved, I mean, it was just, there was like a quietness. There was was a real, like, it felt like there was a space, like physically and mentally. But I would say it still wasn't a a moment of like, I have to have a child to be complete. Like, I, I think you can have a successful, fulfilled, wonderful life without children. It definitely wasn't that. But there was just... I don't know, there was a curiosity and I was like, I think, I think this is it. I think this is kind of the time. Do you feel the same? Yeah, because it never is like the right time. No. It's just like, a, maybe it's not the wrong time and you kind of run yes. out of excuses. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. You're so right. It's, it wasn't, I was like, this isn't the, this isn't the wrong time for us. Like, yeah. and, and I don't know, I sort of, Mark said to me, he was like, why are you beating yourself up about this? Because you 
he was like, you love your family so much. Like, I'm so obsessed with my mum and dad and sister. Like, I'm so obsessed with that family unit. And he was like, why don't you want that for yourself? Like, and I, I think I just put like a, like a lot of barriers up and been like, it's not the right time. Like, I don't feel ready yet. Like, we've got this holiday or that holiday or that wedding or, or like, we're still in the flat and we want to move. Like, and then when we did move, I don't know, I just felt kind of, yeah, you're right. It wasn't, I'm not sure there is ever a right time. There is always an excuse there is always a reason not to. Yeah. But it also didn't feel like the wrong time. Do you feel like the global pandemic played into it at all? Because even though they're saying oh that my like God. pregnancy rates are the lowest ever, but I feel like everyone I know is pregnant. Because I also think a lot of people have thought, oh my God, like this life is more fragile than I realised and what am I waiting for? Yeah, but it's weird because that was like a double-edged sword of me. That was kind yeah. of the like, life is so short. So what are we waiting for? Like life is fragile. Let's just like go for it. We could both be run over tomorrow. We could both die tomorrow. Like, you know, let's just go for it. But then also I was like, I don't want to put additional pressure on the NHS. Like, yeah. <laughs> there was like a lot of, I felt actually quite a lot of guilt over that because we got pregnant and then the mutation started happening and there was like a huge wave. And I was just like, oh my God, what have we done? Like, <laughs> this is yeah. a really bad time to get it pregnant. It must be a weird time to be pregnant with your first, especially. Yeah, it so that was that was like a do we do it, do we not? I don't know. I felt like I felt a lot of feelings about that. And I actually felt more guilt, if anything, because I'm just like, I can't believe I'm putting pressure on the NHS, like by choice, which is, I, I don't like know, the, it's like a strange feeling. The word guilt is going to come up a lot because I just yeah. feel like from the minute you're pregnant and then when you have babies, like there's so many things you, your mind makes you feel guilty for. It's so bizarre. Yeah. But so you, you, started you decided to track your ovulation from like the first time you didn't even try without tracking your ovulation the talk whole... to us about talk to us about like that like the the coming off the pill the ovulation thing okay the fertility journey so yeah. I would say this is like a long two-year thing for me because I remember going to dinner with you and you telling me that you were trying to get pregnant well I was shook that like really that moment like took I, I, think I don't remember that I know exactly where we were I know exactly where we were we were at duck and dry <laughs> You know, oh really yeah we were there and we were walking up there and you were just like yeah well you know I, I'm like we're kind of trying and I was like what <laughs> like it came I really didn't see it coming but from talking to you and then talking to other people who were also trying to get pregnant I came off the pill two years before getting pregnant um like I know what with what happened with like your journey and you were kind of like would you say you would have come off the pill sooner oh yeah absolutely I wouldn't have what I did is I came off the pill to try because everyone's like, as soon as you come off the pill, you're the most fertile, which is yeah. often the case for some people. But yeah, if I could go back, I'd come off the pill like a year before trying. Yeah. So I remember you just being like, I don't know if you're kind of thinking about it, like you might want to come off the pill. And it was a moment where sort of me and all my friends had been on the pill for like 10 years by that point. And, you know, people were like, I don't want to put the hormones in my body and like kind of want to see what my natural, you know, natural ovulation and periods are like. So I came off the pill back in, what was that, 2018? Mm. So I'd been tracking my periods on flow and basically like everyone, everyone kept asking me like, how are you still having sex? <laughs> and it's like, guys, this ain't called condoms. Yeah. Or we just weren't having sex when I was like, apparently like peak fertile, according to my app. I mean, Which, just learning what ovulation means and how it feels, that that's the yeah. important bit for me. I didn't even know that you don't ovulate when you're on the pill. Like, I just knew nothing. Now looking back, I'm like, Lily, you did not understand anything about the female no. body. It's like, whoa, so this is what it feels like to ovulate. Now I know, like, your smell, your sen- I know that your smell becomes really sensitive when you're ovulating. Oh. I'll, I'll start smelling weird things and Rich is like, oh God, it's that time of the month again. Like, it's just amazing. Our female body's amazing and I didn't understand it before at all. Yeah, and no, ne- neither did I. I was like, I mean, obviously I wasn't tracking my ovulation in terms of like peeing on an ovulation stick or anything like that, but I was looking at my app. My periods mm-hmm. kind of ended up being like quite regular and I could kind of, I could sense it. Like, like same as you, yeah. mine wasn't smell, but mine was, I could feel it. I almost yeah. felt like I was having a mini period. Like I'd cramp. I was yeah. so horny. I was like, okay, cool. It's here. I want to rip your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many symptoms and it's like, oh, wow. It's just it's just interesting to learn. Like that's what ovulating is. And like, yeah. like you said, having regular cycles is so good. Like I came off and I was having like 40, 50 day cycles. And it's like, you only get, if you're lucky, you get 12 times in the year to try for a baby. Yeah, that's, that's if it. You're, that's if you're having monthly periods. Like if you're having 
periods every two months. It's just, it's it's wild. Why did we not know about all of this before? It's mad. But I only learned this through my girlfriends, through like you telling me and talking to me and other friends like talking to me and telling me. So I think I kind of had a bit of a head start on that because I, I did come off my pill two years ago. So everything had kind of regulated and I sort of knew when I was ovulating, Yeah, kind of. I, I was guessing, I wasn't trying the sticks and stuff. And then we'd moved... I think we'd actually only moved in like two or three weeks before we'd moved. And I was like, I think this is my weekend. I think, you know, like now would be the time. And Mark's like, cool, let's just go for it. And I was like, can I just have another month? Like, <laughs> I was just like, just one more month. Like, I don't know. Ah, scary, scary. But also from talking to you and talking to other friends, we thought this could be like a six month thing, a year long thing. Like maybe we couldn't even get pregnant. Like, let's just... It's the unknown, isn't it? Yeah. Like some people... That's what's really crazy. It's like, you don't know how long it's going to take. You don't know if, like, God forbid, we are viable pregnancy. You just yeah. don't know anything. And I hate that for us. We're such control freaks. It's like, you just don't know anything. So you have yeah. no idea. You have just like no idea of, you're like, this could take years. Like, yeah. this could take six years. We've got, we've got friends who it took six years for. So we were like, let's just give it a go. And I was like, just give me one more month. I don't know. I was like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> like, can, can we be real here? Because I feel like this is the question people will want to know. Yeah. Like, how weird is it having sex when you know you're trying to have a baby? <laughs> Lily, I cried after. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. I did. I cried. I cried because it was like really a... intense. Oh, my God. I just was like, <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it feels a bit like, well, that, that, we did that then. Like, yeah, it's a bit of a, it's weird that it's a decision. Like in films, people don't, you don't see this in films. This is what no. angers me. We were watching Grey's Anatomy like last month and Meredith Grey and Derek were in bed and they were like, should we just have another one? Should we just have another baby? And he was like, okay then. They turned around, they had sex, bam, pregnant. Guys, <laughs> they need to stop doing this in films because that's not how it works. Rich was like, what? Yeah, right. Like she happens to be ovulating on that one day they decide to have another baby. <laughs> It no. does not work like that. No, you, you it like... It does not work like that. We knew what we were doing. You know? We yeah. knew what we were doing. And I've kind of been like, just another month, like, ah, scary. And then the next morning, you know, you know, this weekend, it was a great time. But I, I honestly, I cried after because I was just that like, so that... Because you're thinking, like, oh my God, have we just done it? Like, have we just created a life? Like, it's it's huge. It's such a massive moment. And yeah, yeah, I was not crying were you, were in a scared way, it? just intense. Yeah, in like a, wow, that was a big life decision way. Were you yeah. like quite a googly person? Were you like, how many times does one person have to have sex when they obviously <laughs> to make a baby? Or was you just like, let's just, let's just do no, it and see what happens? We kind of did it. And then I was like, okay, I wonder if I am ovulating. So then obviously I go on good old Amazon. I buy the sticks. Good old Prime. They arrive the next day. I pee on the stick. Smiley face. That's when Lily gets the smiley face. And I was just like, well, I had the smiley face. We've done the deed. Let's do the deed a couple more times. And then that's yeah. Then that and then yeah. and then that's where quite a lot of people, you know, have to keep trying and they're not sure did it work. Apparently, it's like, I mean, don't take this as a fact, but even if you have sex during ovulation, there's like a twenty percent chance of getting pregnant or something crazy, that's crazy. like mad. But in your case, <laughs> in your case, Anna, can I just say the Virgo who like smashes life and like gets her to do list done and is like so great at their stuff. I mean, you smashed it. I, I mean, I just, I, I just said, uh, my congratulation card to Anna, it just says you nailed it. Yeah, I've still got that. I've kept it. I'm going to like put it in because a little it's, album. Because it's true. It's just like, well, you did well done. That, but you, feel, you got it. I feel like I always have to preface it by, I was tracking my fertility. Yeah. I knew that I was ovulating. It wasn't like a, oh, we just, that, you know, there was like a bit of It was background. well organized. <laughs> it was well set up. <laughs> but also I cannot explain to you. Obviously I feel so lucky and so grateful and so hashtag blessed but then also there's again there's that guilt yeah Yeah. Yeah. there's that guilt like I was watching Desi's fertility journey and I'm like I haven't even earned this like I haven't like it's such a weird feeling of feeling like you don't deserve it because you haven't put your all into it it, it, it's just just not the case and no person like struggling where however whether it took them six months or six years would ever want someone else to have to go through that so it's, but that's what I'm saying. There's always, there's, everything's a guilt. I knew that you were going to say you felt guilty about getting pregnant straight away. Every, everything, yeah, 100% I do. I feel like I haven't earned it. I feel like I don't deserve it. I feel like it was like a lucky karma moment. But also I, just because it's happened for us this way this time, 
it does not mean that will happen again. Mm-hmm. And and also that you up until that 12 weeks and even beyond, like even now, you're still like, I, I don't know what's going to happen with this. Like there's still that feeling. You're like, oh, we were so lucky and we were able to conceive when we wanted to. That's incredible. But I was still for that full like 12 weeks waiting for that scan. I was like, but are we going to lose it? Like, mm-hmm. was that where and our luck ran you- out? I don't think you ever fully feel until like your baby's here. You just don't never want to jinx it. And you just feel, always feel a bit like you don't want to get too comfortable. I think I felt yeah. that kind of way. A hundred percent. I spent 12 weeks saying, hopefully, fingers crossed. Like, yeah, it's horrible. It's, it's such a strange feeling. So you can, obviously that was such a lucky moment for us. And I'm so grateful and like everything just aligned and I still can't quite believe it. But yeah, you then, you then spend the rest of the time with all these feelings of guilt, all these feelings of worry, and like early pregnancy is still the same. Do you know what I mean? It's it's still it's still the same. How did you actually find out? Like, tell we... us about the, the pregnancy test bit. Oh god, the pregnancy test bit. I have a bone to pick with this bit because I again I think movies and also YouTube. They like love on YouTube like telling my husband that I'm pregnant. Like all of these kind of videos are so intense. There's lots of like jumping around and crying and like all that kind of moment. I <laughs> we took it. I, you know me, of course I took those tests that could tell you six days before your period or something. Of course. I couldn't wait till my period. I couldn't. I couldn't. So I took it and it obviously came back positive, but I hadn't even missed my period yet. I was about three and a half weeks pregnant. I was so early. I would not do that again. That was a big mistake. Lily told me this would be a big mistake. She was like, don't do this. You're going to find out so early. And then it's just like, it's just a bit stressful. I totally agree. Obviously, it was like lovely to know, but also stressful because I was only three and a half weeks pregnant. But also in that moment, it's so many emotions. It's your life, whatever happens with this pregnancy, like whether you end up losing this baby or carrying to full term and having a child, like your life has changed forever, right? Like I'd never been pregnant before. I never knew how this would feel. And yeah, you're you're so it's you're excited, but you're nervous, but you're like, oh my god, my life is changing forever. Like it, it's it's everything. And I think Mark felt the same way. And we were a bit not like rude to each other. We were obviously like super happy. But it took us a couple of days to adjust. It took us a couple of days to like for it to sink in. Were you the same? Yeah, it's just you feel a bit just like blank. Like I found out just by myself in my parents' bathroom. And I like I think I said this in Giovanna's podcast. I just kind of looked up at myself in the mirror and just like stared at myself. And just like they're like I felt like I was trying to force myself to smile or cry or something because I was like I need to have some sort of emotion. Yeah, here. I didn't I was even just, really like, cry that much. And you know, and there you go. I, you know me. I, we've already spoken about. Yeah. It. I cry. I cry at everything. And I I don't think I really even cried that much because it was such a shock. It's just it's just a stick. Yeah, it's just a stick with a word on. You don't feel. That's why I think like next time I don't. I, I mean, I say this, I'll try not to test early and just almost wait till I miss my period or I feel there's something to go by because then at least I don't know I don't think I like finding out from a stick I think that's the issue (laughs) it's just it just has no emotion connected to it I don't know it's weird it was you said you said it best to me you you said it's telling you something which you like can't get your head around it's telling you something which you don't believe or you don't feel so of course Mm. I'm three and a half weeks pregnant I didn't feel pregnant I, I did the weird thing was is I think I knew from conception which is strange I was so bloated it was almost it was almost the symptoms of ovulation for two weeks I felt really bloated and just a bit weird and I said to Mark I was like I really like I don't want to jinx this but I feel strange my midwife said did you feel full (laughs) I was like I guess I kind of did it was very weird weird. as as someone who's tried and not got pregnant straight away it your mind plays tricks on you. Oh, absolutely. And I have, in the past when trying, like I have napped because I thought I was pregnant. I felt <laughs> bloated. I'm like Googling and I'm like, I can feel the implantation because that's, <laughs> it feels like this. And it's like, I felt all of these things yeah. that just tick every box. And then it's, and then I'm not. Yeah. That, period. And that's what I was saying to Mark. I was like, I think I am, but is this just my brain playing tricks on me? Yeah. Like, have I just convinced myself of something that isn't even true? Yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. Um, and then so how so then like what happened after that? After after it sunk in a few days later, then what? <laughs> then what? Then I'm like, oh, I'm four weeks pregnant. <laughs> it's still yeah. It's still so early. I think 
at that point, I think because I'd spoken to my friends and you guys, like you, especially like so much about fertility and the actual act of getting pregnant. So then I was like, right, cool. Like, what the hell is it like to be pregnant? Like, cool. Right, like, what's what's the next step here? I watched so many early pregnancy vlogs. If you've put up an early pregnancy vlog, I've watched it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I watched, I watched Lily's. I think there's a girl, is she called Charlotte Louise Taylor? Yes, yes, yes. Oh yes. my God. She does these pregnancy updates on a channel called Channel Mum. They make me cry. Like <sighs> she sounds like your fairy godmother when she's talking yeah. to you. And she's so soft and just yeah. like the way she gets, she's so excited. It's it's so nice. So I, I ended up watching like all of that kind of stuff. Were you watching them to try and like find out what was coming next or because... You felt lonely because you had told friends, you told me, you had people to talk to. So why, what was the YouTube videos? What was it, how was it comforting you? You know what? I don't think I felt that lonely because I had you, because also two of my other closest friends at the time were also pregnant. Um, Cause I told, yeah. So out of, out of the five people that I'd told, I told my sister, I told like my three best friends from home. I told Lily out of those five people, three of them were either pregnant or had been pregnant before. So I think I had re- like a really amazing support network of of women that could be like, cool, this is what to expect. Like, this is what helped me. Like, how are you feeling? Like checking up on me. So I, I really, really appreciated that. It was more the body changes. And also what, what the hell these little babies do inside of you is blowing my mind. This week, my baby is turning its head at noise. Oh like it can God. hear me and it's like turning its head to like hear me what that is insane yeah. that's someone insane. told me like in the first trimesters when they like you make the brain and you make all the, that's why you feel sick and that helped me like imagining when i yes. understood what i was building and <laughs> made me understand why i was feeling a certain way yeah that's it i kind of I, I wanted to learn about the development so i could not justify like how i was feeling but just have that in mind and i think watching your vlogs and obviously me as a person i was freaking out about the morning sickness sorry sorry. freaking I'm I'm so freaked out by sick honestly I think this put me off of pregnancy for the longest time because I don't like being sick I I think I can hand I think I'll be able to handle it when my child is sick but you know that's like a concern of mine and I was just freaking out over morning sickness (laughs) I didn't realize until I got pregnant the pure the percentage of people that get morning sickness is something crazy like 75 to 80%. And I was like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> I was oh like, gosh. oh, this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. And? I actually- Did you get it? No, I actually didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you're, here, you're here for all the fellow people who are freaked out, although I was definitely part of that group, um, to say that maybe not everyone gets it. You've been No, I, I definitely felt nauseous and there was maybe two occasions- where probably if I was sick, I just would have felt better. You know, when you're just yeah. like, oh, just, just be sick already. Just like get it out. Um, but not, oh my word, I thought I was going to be like the ex, is it the exorcist? When they're like in bed, <laughs> just like projectile vomiting. I was fully prepared for that. And I feel so grateful. Again, karma has dealt me a really nice one. Thank you. Thank you, baby. I feel guilty about it. <laughs> yeah, I feel guilty. No, but again, you do. People are like, oh, how are you feeling? I got really sick at seven weeks. And I'm like, yeah, I feel fine, actually. <laughs> like, sorry. No, I'm genuinely happy for you as someone who could easily be like, oh, you bitch. I mean, I'm very jealous, but I'm happy for you. I would have hated seeing you go through what I had to go through. I, I think I was I was seriously, seriously lucky. I, I didn't have, I, I've got a first trimester vlog to put live. I was talking to Zoe Sugg on DM yesterday and I was just like, I don't even know if I'm going to put this live. Like, I don't know how helpful this is because it's just me like kind of being excited and and being like, I'm loving soft mints at the moment. Like I don't it, know if that's like it's really helpful, helpful. because every perspective is helpful because there'll be other women out there who don't have symptoms and feel guilty about it and to yeah. watch your videos of you saying the same thing will make them feel better. That's why it's helpful. I mean, my boobs were on fire from like... <laughs> day one I had to wear I had to wear sports bras to bed for quite a bit that was a fun oh. time your boobs oh my god so I really <gasps> enjoyed watching your boobs because you probably don't have any and they've been huge <laughs> my boobs are like 
I just never, I never even knew I could have boobs like this. They're like up around my chin. I think that's what's giving me away more than anything else right now. Mark, Mark was recording a video of me the other day and he's like, babes, your boobs, like they're really, they're really popping. <laughs> they are really popping. They're, they're, they're huge. They feel huge to me. So the boobs were a thing. Like your bowels go all over the place. Like diarrhea, constipation, diarrhea, constipation, bloated. Yeah heartburn like there's still things there's kind of always things exactly and that's what I was trying to I was trying to kind of console myself with is it it was like okay maybe I haven't got extreme morning sickness but I do still feel a bit nauseous and I have got like fire nipples and I am constipated like there was a time when I wasn't sleeping very well like that was particularly grim I mean it's like practice isn't it for the big moment the breathlessness Oh, I hate that. I literally couldn't get through a sentence. That's really messing me around in vlogs. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm having to cut out all my, like, yeah. <laughs> in between sentences. So there's always things. And I think if you don't feel the classic things, you can you can sort of console yourself by the fact that you're still having just slightly different symptoms. It's definitely more of a thing now to tell people early on. Like, before I had been pregnant, no one had ever told me that they were pregnant in the first trimester. But I remember I just felt like, I don't know, I, you know what I'm like, I'm a bit of an open book with my friends and family and I hated having to hide it and I, I felt lonely. So yeah. do you think you would have told people if you had, because I told you in my first trimester, do you think you would have told people or is it just because now that's more of an acceptable thing? Oh, interesting. I think because you told me, I definitely felt more comfortable telling you. I... I and, and also all of the videos that I was watching said, tell people. Yeah, it's a definitely a new thing. Yeah. And I think it's taking the pressure off. It it really, really helped. I, I don't know how I would have got through the first trimester without you, like, you know, basically all my girlfriends knowing because, yeah, it, it just, it really, really helped you. If I was having a shit day, to be able to message you and you'd be like, so, okay, just like rest, like lean into it. Like yeah. that cheerleader moment. Oh my, oh my word, that support. If you if you can have support from people who've also been through this, it's next level. I think it comes down to like, they used to say, don't tell anyone until 12 weeks. They do, they still do because obviously there's more of a chance of miscarriage, but then that, that feeds into the idea that miscarriage is a taboo subject, which it shouldn't be. So if you're willing to tell your best friend you've had a miscarriage, then it's okay to tell them you're pregnant because you yeah. want to lean on that person anyway if something were to happen. Yeah, and, and also to tell, there was one day, here you go, it's a fun little trophy. One day I like wiped after going to the toilet and I had a bit of blood there. Turns out it was a paper cut on my bum. Don't even <laughs> ask, like literally don't even ask. But like in that moment, if I if that was blood, I 100% would have been like calling being like, hey, like what do I do? Who am I supposed to call? Yeah. Like, this is the thing in that moment, you would reach, I would have reached for you. I would have reached for my girlfriends anyway. So yeah. I thought, and I'm going to tell people because I number one, I need the support, and number two, if God forbid, like something was to happen, I would 100% lean on these people as well. I can understand not wanting to tell like why, like wider groups of people, but for me, that was so important. I think that really, really helped. You're waiting till 20 weeks at least to tell that internet. Yeah, you've told friends and family. Yeah, I remember when I had grade, that just wasn't a thing. Like I. At 12 weeks, you have to scan that you could tell people. So I told everyone 13 weeks, but definitely in the last year or so, I've noticed there's been more of a trend online of people waiting for 20 weeks. And with your first pregnancy, you know, you tend to not get a bump till from 16 weeks on anyway, so you can do. But why? I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Oh, it's like, I mean, I kind of know, but I want, I want us to discuss it. You know what? I think it's a tricky one because it's almost, it's a two-parter. It's like, number one is obviously the work side of things. And I think... This has been drilled into us by like various different women in our space of like, you announce your pregnancy, the phone goes cold kind of thing. You know, a lot of maybe brands you work with or jobs that we do, they're like, yeah, I'll come back to that person when they've had their baby, but they're not really like our demographic right now. So I think there is the concern about work, especially because Mark and I want to take quite a chunk of maternity leave, hopefully, where we'll be earning nothing. So we obviously want to make this time as sort of fruitful as we can. But then there is part of me, you know, I love a secret. You know, I like love a surprise. I always like love yeah. to surprise people. It's not it. out of character. No, I, lo I, I love like a, we've moved house. 
Yeah. <laughs> like a, we bought a house. Like I love that kind of, I do like the element of surprise. And also there's a feeling of feeling quite territorial and private and not wanting opinions. And no, I don't, so I feel very strange about my body at the moment of like small bump, big bump, ah, ah, like things are changing. And it's like, I, I don't know if I could take people saying like, oh, your bump is really small or like, oh, you're really putting on weight on your face. Or I just feel a bit delicate and I kind of want to keep keep that to myself until I'm feeling in a place where hopefully I'm a bit more comfortable with that. I totally get that. I think the internet is such a different place now from two years ago, which is mad, such a short period of time, but it's just like cancel culture is a thing now and like it never used to be and everything just feels much more precious and delicate yeah. and fragile. And so... I totally get that. I think the bump comparison thing is a huge thing. We'll talk about that like in a minute. Yeah. And the work thing is so weird because yeah, I mean, I had no idea of that. I had no one to, when I got pregnant, I had no one's example to go by really. No one I knew closely that did a very similar thing to me. And I definitely did experience that um, with brands who stopped working with me. And it wasn't just like obviously fashion brands. They they often don't want to work with pregnant women if they don't offer a maternity line. But also skincare brands are worried if you use their products and they might not be like, you know, marketed to pregnant yeah. women. And it does happen. And it really frustrates me. But what frustrates me more is that we have to hide from it. Whereas like, all I want to do is address it and shout about it and make make it stop. But I don't have the power to do that. So what we end up doing is just like prioritizing ourselves which obviously is fair and our income and oh it's just I feel like it's never gonna change it's like a vicious circle basically yeah yeah hundred percent hundred bizarre it's 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 such a tricky one so yeah it's really it's really it's like a twofold thing for us it's like I don't want to say like a financial decision but you know what I mean like we obviously need to like safeguard our business as much as we can and then also yeah I'm just I don't feel ready I'm like oh I kind of like my little no, I think, secret, I think like fair. big boobs and non-existent bump, you know? I'm, and I'm the like, judgment fine. thing. I think you'll love I think you'll love it when you do announce it. I think the feed like you'll love the excitement from everyone as well. And I hope people I think you've built up a nice enough community now there wouldn't be any like judgment. But it it does take a bit of getting used to having lots of opinions. Yeah, and I think because there's so many pregnant people right now, because because like it's it's our age group, right? It's yeah. just our age group where you know a lot of people that we follow or are in our industry, kind of in our circles, are the same age as us. It's definitely like more of an age thing. I think there are so many people pregnant at the moment. I'm just not ready for someone to be like, oh, another pregnant person, <laughs> like so over this. And I'm like, oh my god, that's my baby. Like oh, I'm just gosh. not ready and I know that there's people who don't like pregnancy content for various different reasons that's completely cool but I'm just I don't know I'm just kind of enjoying keeping it in the little bubble for now but you're struggling to make content that is like I would have found it hard in a vlog to know what to talk about when all I'm thinking about (laughs) is the fact that I'm pregnant every day I think that was harder at the beginning because it just is so at the beginning I was checking my apps my pregnancy apps like five times a day (laughs) Like it's just all you're thinking about. Whereas I think now I'm a bit more used to it. I'm like, oh, I'm a pregnant woman. Like I've had, how many weeks have I known about this? 13 weeks. I've had like three months to think about this. So I feel like a bit more normal now. Like I can be a bit more normal. I was just like, what videos am I going to make? I was like, I'm not going to do a whole video because I'm not buying clothes. Like, no. I think I was just a bit lost with like, I don't know what else to talk about. Because it is all consuming. It kind of, yeah. it, it kind of is all you think about. We're lucky we've got the house. We've got like, we're having our windows refurbished at the moment. So we've got other things. We've got sort of distractions that we can talk about. I think if we didn't have that, it would be harder. Um, But yeah, it's it's a strange, it's a strange time. Talk to me about the bump comparison. Because especially as someone who hasn't had many symptoms, I think you feel a bit like, oh God, why have I looked what symptoms everyone else has? And and now the whole bump comparison thing. Like I know there's, there's some other people on the internet who are like similar weeks to you. And you've said to me like, oh my God, her bump. It's so much bigger than mine. Like, how does how does that feel? Also, can we just rewind? Because I'm like, I just really want to keep things private. And then I'm like, I cried after I had sex. <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep, yeah, it's a control thing. It's like, I'll yeah. tell people when I'm ready. Yes, there you go. Fair, fair. It's just, it's just making me laugh in my head. I was just like, I really want privacy. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. So I had sex. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> anyway, rewind. Okay, bump comparison. Oh my gosh, this is so, bump comparison is so a thing. I had no idea 
And especially because I'm trying to keep it a secret. It's a real, I don't know. I kind of see, I like, I'm all over the shop with it. I like swing around because I'd love a bump. I want to see my baby. Like I want to like feel pregnant. I want to stand there and be like, oh my God, like this is my little bean. Like this is my baby and they're there and they're growing and that's so cool. But then also I'm obviously trying to keep it a secret. So if I wake up in the morning, and <laughs> look in the mirror, which I do, I've never looked at my stomach so much in the mirror. I look at it probably hourly. Were you the oh, same? Probably. Yeah. I can't remember, but yeah. I'm just obsessed. I'm like, because your body changes every hour of every day. It's it's really quite a all day thing, 24-7. And then I wake up in the morning and I sort of look the same. And so that I'm like, oh, great day for shooting outfit content. <laughs> like it's such a... Yeah. I'm sort of seesawing all over the place. I sort of don't I feel like I'm not helping with that at all. Sorry, I need to rein it back. But it, it's, it's hard when you've like come out the other side of it. And I'm like, I know, I need to remind myself that when you're in it, all you want is a bump, all you want to see is you're pregnant. And I and I remember that feeling, but then also I've got this like, hi, I've got this hindsight where I'm like, I know it feels like you want a bump, but I cannot tell you how great it is that, especially while you want to keep it a secret, the fact that you can. I know yeah. you've bought jeans in a slightly bigger size, but Anna, you're wearing high-waisted jeans and tops and tops. You look incredible. And like, imagine how much harder it would be if you were trying to keep it a secret, but had a bump. So yeah. I get it. I get it both ways. It's, um, it's I often strange. want to try and, I want to try and like help you see the positives and things, but I, but I get it. It's when you're in it, you're like, I just want to, I want to bump. I do have a secret pair of jeans. Like what Lily was talking about there is I have a secret pair of jeans. I've bought my favorite jeans in the biggest size they do, which is disgustingly <laughs> not size inclusive. Like I'm It's so, my size now. <laughs> I'm just so shocked. I'm just like, yeah. this is disgusting that this is their biggest size. Like Ooh. I'm furious about it. Um, but, I, but then it means I can wear the style of jean that I like. I'm, I'm wearing them now, actually. They're so, they're so comfortable. <laughs> Oh, you're wearing jeans now? I'm not even wearing jeans. <laughs> you wearing a thong? Oh my God, I bet you are. I am wearing, yeah. Lily, that's all, <gasps> come on, we're going back to this. That's all I wear. I don't own any. Honestly, I, I can't help but just be slightly jealous of this like pregnancy where you like feel happy wearing thongs and jeans. Like, <laughs> I was just like, the whole time. But I can yeah, feel at the weekend we shot, if you ever saw my kitchen tour, uh, we shot the kitchen tour at the weekend and I was wearing my original jeans that were high-waisted and like Lily was like I, I could not wear jeans at 15 weeks I'm like you have to remember we're not living a normal life right now I can wear those mm. jeans for half an hour whilst I shoot a video done up all the way to the top with lots of breathing in and the minute that video <laughs> was done I was like whoosh <laughs> like off these yeah. I couldn't go into town I couldn't record a podcast with someone I couldn't go to a meeting like it's it's a very I'm able to I'm able to kind of hide, like I'm inside all the time. Like I'm very, I'm very easily able to do that. Yeah, with all the negatives that have come from COVID and not being able to see people. Oh my God, I just keep thinking about all the pregnant women who don't have to like do space and K meetups when they're seven weeks pregnant. Oh, like, how you did to hide that? It. like it must be so much, so much easier just being able to be at home. Like keeping it a secret in that first trimester from friends and family and work things is just so tricky. But I kind of, I don't think I did a very good job of that really. I kind of, I had to tell someone at work when I was six weeks pregnant, seven weeks pregnant. There was a big project I was supposed to come out with kind of April, May time. And it just would not have made sense. It just wouldn't have worked. So I had to have someone internally putting the brakes on, like kind of mm-hmm. secretly putting the brakes on. She did a brilliant job at that. Um, so I think telling... I think with what we do, like telling someone early on and also just to tell someone in terms of, I didn't want, I didn't want people to think I was being lazy. I didn't want people to think I was like, I wasn't getting my work done. You know, obviously I still want to be like really productive and really efficient, but that first, I mean, January was grim for everyone, but my motivation was obviously extremely low. And then also I told, we told our families at eight weeks. Well, I told my parents and Mark told his mum at eight weeks because my parents love to FaceTime me and they were just FaceTiming me like all the time, like every other day. I was basically just like sitting on the sofa, like doing nothing. <laughs> and it just got too hard. I was like, I just have yeah. to. And also for them to be included in that, like I'm close enough with my family. Mark's close enough with his mum that again, if something was to happen, we'd had a we'd had a reassurance early scan at that point. So we had a scan photo to show them we knew there was a heartbeat. We had as much reassurance as we could. So we we did, I feel like I actually told quite a lot of people before 12 weeks, yeah. like, but I, I really needed that. I needed that support and I needed people to know. 
I remember you saying that you were worried about telling your parents, which I couldn't understand because I was like, surely they're the first people you want to tell. But then you said that you were just worried that if something were to happen, it would kind of take away the specialness of like telling your parents you're pregnant for the first time or like feeling guilty or disappointing them. And there's definitely, I think a lot of people feel that. Like I was worried about telling Rich's parents because it was their first grandchild. And I was like, it was so nice seeing them excited, but like it made me so scared that if something happens, I'm just going to like break their heart. Yeah, it was... (laughs) You feel responsible for it. Yeah, and it was it was not that they, they put the pressure on me, it was me putting pressure on myself. Yeah. And I just thought, if something is to happen here and we lose the baby, and then I'm going to tell them again, hopefully, you know, hopefully I'm able to get pregnant again and tell them again, it would make that a really bittersweet moment. Because obviously they'd be so excited, but, you know, you're thinking, oh gosh, is the same thing going to happen again? So I'm yeah. so pleased I told them, but yeah, then that did, <laughs> for those like four weeks, I was like, please be okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Like, it felt like there was that extra pressure for sure you mentioned getting an early scan like I remember before having a baby I just didn't really know much about scans and I was like well I know that people get scanned at 12 weeks and then they tell everyone um but then like actually getting pregnant made me realize okay so you find out at four weeks you get yeah. that extra free two weeks which is nice <laughs> um but it's still such a long wait to not know anything. And I don't think you would have always necessarily been the sort of person to have an early private scan. No, definitely but in the end, not. De- yeah, but you decided to, right? Yeah, and this is the thing that you learn is there's so many things I'm just like, I would never do that. And then you get pregnant <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, 4D scans are kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 4D scans are so weird. They're disgusting. And now I'm like- I didn't have one of those, to be fair. No, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I kind of want to see what they look like. (laughs) You just just do. Um, Yeah. So when I told, obviously I told you and I I told one of my friends, Sammy, she was pregnant at the time. She's like since had a baby. Um, And she was just like, oh, you have to go for an early scan. She was just like so programmed for this early scan. Obviously it's very, very privileged to be able to afford to do that. This is not on the NHS. This is like paying whatever it is in your local area for a private scan. Um, and the place by us apparently got booked up very quickly. So she really put a lot of pressure on me. She was like, you need to book it now. You need to book it now. I think I was only about five weeks pregnant. I was just like, okay. And she was like, get it, get it for as soon as you can. Cause I think you can get them from about seven ish, six, seven weeks. Yeah. But I also feel like the later you do it, the more you see. I was nervous about doing it too early and not hearing the heartbeat yet. Yeah, I, I kind of, I went for eight weeks because I thought Perfect. then that's four weeks that I've got to wait. I, I, kind of, I kind of knew I was pregnant for four weeks, then I could have the scan and then I knew there was another four weeks till the 12 week scan. Um, that early scan was like one of the craziest days of my life so far. Because until that point, I can pee on a stick. I can pee on a stick, tells me that I'm pregnant, cool. But you, you don't know, you don't know what's going on inside of you. And that moment, like Mark, Mark in scans is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's so cute. Like he just gets so intense so quickly. And he was like, like crying, like a full on sob, like a full on, like, you know, like his, his like shoulders were going. He was just, he just couldn't believe it. And you can believe it a bit more because you felt the changes in your body. You feel that your body is changing, you know, your boobs, whatever it is. So you're kind of having these daily feelings that are feeling different but for your partner they've they've got no idea (laughs) they haven't felt any of that so that moment for him was like okay cool we're having a baby like that was insane did you feel the same yeah we had an early scan and for me it was just I think they even call it a reassurance scan or something like that and that's kind of exactly what it was there wasn't much to see we did hear a little heartbeat which I was happy about yeah it still felt very like, don't get too excited yet. But it was reassuring for the guy to be like, yes, you've got a really good thick lining. Like yeah. these things I didn't know about. And I was like, oh, okay, that's good. And like, it's just a bit reassuring to then not totally freak out about the rest. And you can get to that 12 week scan, which feels more official and just feel a bit more like, because I remember I kept saying to my mom, like, I can't believe I've told some of my friends. And she was like, it's fine. You've had this early scan. Like, yeah, I just don't think I could get through the whole first trimester, not even knowing if there was a heartbeat. Like I just... I don't know. I feel so lucky that we were able to. It's have a, yeah. It's scan. it's you realize that it's a long time. It might not sound a long time, yeah. but when you're in it, those that's like ten weeks. That ten weeks feels like yeah, absolutely miles away. And now my twenty week scan feels miles away. Like there's always something that feels miles away. But you, I, I was talking again. I was like chatting with Zoe, and I was like, 
honestly, if I could get a scan every week, I, I would. Like, it's that you're watching the best TV show you've ever watched in your life. And yeah, it's like, I, I want to see it. Like, I want a window. I want a window into my womb. Like, I want to see what's going on in there. And it's, yeah, if, if it's something that you can afford to do or ask for a gift or, or something, I highly recommend it. It's very reassuring and very yeah. fun. And finding out the sex, uh, I would have guessed that Mark wouldn't want to and that you would, but you wouldn't mind if he didn't. That's what I would have guessed yeah. beforehand. Like, are you going to find out the sex? Honestly, Mark is so much more into it than I am. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> He's like, I want to know so badly. And I feel like considering we're people who are very like, uh, we don't care. Do you know what I mean? We might, yeah. we might have a girl who identifies more as a boy like all of that kind of stuff like we don't care like that we're very open to that idea it doesn't matter if we have a girl or a boy we really 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 don't care but also you want to know every single little thing about them like if I could get a measurement of a toe I'd love to know do you know what I mean like every, it's the details it's all these details right you just want to know every single little thing so I think I think we will and I don't think we'll make it into a thing I, I think when we're announced I'll just be like I'm having a girl or a boy you know what I mean I would just say like whatever Wait, you're not is. gonna have a gender reveal party it's no. not the vibe <laughs> not the vibe although my dad is really obsessed with getting a confetti cannon he's obsessed with <laughs> confetti cannons and I'm like no there's no none That's of that so funny. I just remember thinking like there's so little I have control over in the situation like, I don't know what sort of birth I'm going to have. I don't know what sort of pregnancy I'm going to have. I don't know anything. So I just wanted to know one thing. And yeah, that I get was that. really comforting to me. And also it was nice to be able to, like, especially if you're first, like, just picture slightly what your life might look like in a few years' time. Or I don't know. I just, I felt, I felt it really helped with bonding, personally. Yeah. Like, I want to, is it a mini Mark or a mini me? Like, I want to know. Yeah. Like, a lot of people say, like, oh, but there's so few surprises in life. And like, whenever people say that, I'm like, are you joking? Like, <laughs> Pregnancy is full of, I think a man made up that saying. Pregnancy <laughs> is full of surprise, like, seriously. No, so. it really is. It really is. So I'm I'm desperate to know. I've obviously got like five weeks to wait. But the day that we find out is my granddad's birthday. Oh. So that's really fun that we could like come and tell him that. Ooh, does he have like a good name or a good middle name? You could like, if you if it's a boy, you could like name him after your grandpa. They, I'll tell you what, our family trees, oof, Mark has spent a lot of time on Ancestry.com. Our family trees have some cracking names, like cracking <laughs> names. Um, although, isn't it weird? Like now, I can't even remember what I was watching the other day. When I see a name that I like, I just write it down. Like oh, I've yeah, now I've got had, a list. I've had that list since I was about 15. <laughs> I've got a list of my notes. Um, I've even given it like a fake title. So if people go on my notes, that it's not, oh, it's not like baby it. names, you know? It's good, yeah. Good um, idea. But it changes so much. I remember when I actually had Grey or like was pregnant and I just my list and I was like, oh my God, most of these names are just absolute no's. Yeah, but my name way. that I've had since a teenager was Lily. So can't have that anymore, so can funny. I? <laughs> I, would, I would love that. I'd, even though I know that you liked it before meeting me, I'd be like, she named it. She, she named, named her after me. She named her after me. But yeah. now, now when I see names, I'm always just like, yes, go on, stick, stick that in yeah. the app. Like, would you look at like the credits at the end of TV shows and stuff? Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh my God, it's such a nice chat. I loved this. There's, there's um, so just, much to say. I just can't wait for everyone to know just because I think everyone's going to be so happy and excited for you and I can't wait for us to have family holidays together with our kids me too and I can't wait to see you and Marcus parents (laughs) I can't wait to meet them and then I can't I get I get really excited thinking about other people holding them like yeah it's the best it's the best yeah like imagining like you holding our baby and then like Grey's like peering over the top like that gets me and then if I ever picture my dad or my mom or my grandparents holding our baby, I could cry. Like I'm like, yeah. that's... And then the idea of Mark... Oh my God, wow, I'm still going on. The idea of Mark holding our baby, like after I've given birth, I just can't. Like I actually can't. I could just, I could cry. It's the thought. best. It's, it's that the best. Yeah, like seeing Rich hold Grey <laughs> is the best. And like now just like how much Grey loves my dad and it just gets better and better. And like, what are they going to look like? And like, no. what's their personality going to be like? And are they going to be more like you, more like Mark? And like, it's just now knowing how amazing it's been and how 
amazing it is to be a mom. It's like the best job I've ever had in my life. Like Aww. I'm just excited for you. Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice little ending. Right, I hope you liked that. I'm so worried about what I'm saying. No, it'll be good, it'll be good. It was a snapshot in time. It was a snapshot in time. If, if you have any more questions you want me and Lily to do more chats about this, you can let us know. Drop us a line in the Facebook group. Um, we can finally start our, our podcast when two become mum. <laughs> we talk about that at the beginning. That's how we start it. That's how we start it. We're like, cool, two become mum, trademark. Like, no one else is allowed to use this. <laughs> but you can join the Out Home With Facebook group to join in the conversation, sending your questions for upcoming episodes. Um, we're, we're like more than halfway through the season now. I think we've only got like four episodes left that's so crazy it's crazy it's so fast um don't forget to rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use and yeah thanks for listening you can find us on instagram i'm at lily pebbles anna's at the anna edit and thank you to our producer and editor joel grove tune in next thursday for a brand new episode i think we i think it's an unpopular opinions one so oh. get ready to get angry and get on your soapbox <laughs> and we'll speak to you then bye, bye.